Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Finnovate podcast. We are continuing our conversations with Finnovate West Best of Show winners. And joining me today, we have Srinivas NJ, the co-founder and CEO of Interface. Srinivas, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Greg. Well, as we like to do on this show, I'd like to start by just having you kick things off with a quick overview for people who haven't seen your demo video yet. Tell us what Interface is all about. Sure. So uh, Interface is a market-leading intelligent virtual assistant. Uh, So what we mean by that is it's like Alexa or Siri uh, for call centers and other channels for banks and credit unions, right? So uh, it has ability to automate 60% of their calls in 60 days. And not only that, uh, it takes every call as an opportunity uh, to drive member engagement, providing uh, financial insights, as well as, uh, uh, you know, provide upsell, cross-sell opportunities to drive revenues uh, for banks and credit unions. So, um, you know, it is built by a team of uh, uh, people pre- uh, coming previously from the uh, AI groups of Microsoft, Apple, and Salesforce, uh, which is which also includes me. So, in the the bigger picture, uh, you know, our vision here is to put like a uh, a financial coach in everyone's pocket. Uh, so that's that's what Interface does. Excellent. And, and I should mention, too, for anybody who hasn't seen the video yet, you can find it at Finnovate.com. We've got all of the demo videos from Finnovate West there, and you can find interfaces there as well um, to, to really see what they demoed, which is, I think, always a good idea. But I, I'd like to, to start with kind of this big picture. You know, your demo stressed this ability that you have to turn the call center from being a cost center to something that actually generates revenue, which is obviously a pretty significant shift. Can you quickly explain at a high level how exactly Exactly, you're able to do that. Absolutely. So I think uh, call centers today are traditionally uh, looked at as a cost centers, right? So, um, you know, every call for a financial institution, uh, you know, it costs them eight to $12, uh, is about $1.5 per minute. And almost every uh, every three members they have, they call in once uh, every month, right? So uh, that's a qu- quite a lot of calls, right? So, and, you know, what we are bringing with the uh, interface is being able to automate the 60% of the calls in 60 days. Uh, for an organization of a billion-dollar asset, they'll be able to save close to $2.5 million. If you're a, bil- a $5 billion asset listening to this, you, you could save about $10 million. If you're beyond that, you could be saving a lot more. So uh, with this, what we're doing is we're bringing the cost per call from $1.5 per minute to a 20 cents per minute. That's 8x cheaper. And we're uh, you know, reducing the calls by 60% as well, creating a much needed efficiency and a product that pays for itself many times over. Uh, and today we process millions of conversations. The collective intelligence is uh, offered to our new customers on day one. Our most recent customers was able to enjoy close to 95% accuracy on day one. But uh, with, you know, with all of this going, we still feel all of this is going to be commoditized very soon, right? So, um, so we are taking it to a whole different level, right? So uh, with, uh, with our new update we launched about six months back, our AI uh, is able to you know, um, transfer uh, this automation to being, uh, being personalized and also improve revenues through upsell, cross-sell. Uh, we're kind of entering this new world 
where AI is uh, not, uh, or software is not a cost, right? It's, it's also going to help you make revenue, right? That's a whole different kind of a new perspective there. Uh, I mean, the industry definitely is heading in this direction as well. If you look, look at Twilio's recent uh, acquisition of Segment, for $3.2 billion, the entire story behind that acquisition is to make the engagement uh, uh, more uh, personalized and intelligent, you know, and we're really, really fortunate that Interface already have a head start for our customers in banking and credit union industry. Yeah, so one of the things that I was reminded of as I was watching your demo, you know, I used to have a debate coach who would say, um, he, he literally gave this advice to us where he said, you know, when you have, when you are asked a question, you are not bound to answer that question. It is an invitation for you to speak and you can take the conversation whatever direction you want to go. Obviously, when it comes to, to customer service and a call center type of dynamic, you, you need to be conscious of what your customers are saying, but it is an opportunity to engage with them to further their understanding of the products that you offer them. And I think you're right, you know, AI can be really helpful with this. And there's a lot of other technology that's behind the scenes as well that can really drive that. But you know, it's not hard to imagine why this has resonated so well with our audience. Can you talk a little bit about the feedback that you've been getting from the industry since you demoed in November? Sure. I mean, the reception has been great. Um, in the last six months, uh, we, you know, uh, we've spoken to over 300 financial institutions who are in some stage of uh, making the decision. Another 700 financial institutions are actively doing research on our website, either downloading case studies or reading our blogs and things like that. Um, so, you know, we expect in Q1, Q2 to onboard uh, several of them uh, as our customers. Uh, so it's a, a pretty, uh, you know, we believe this is going to be the biggest trend in the, this year, uh, for sure. And, uh, you know, in general, for our customers, we've uh, been able to automate 60% of the calls, increase their self-service by 30%, uh, you know, improve their average revenue per member by at least 20%. Uh, this uh, this this increase in revenue per member doesn't include uh, the uh, the staff and, and the time that was being freed up by call center, who is in turn actually um, uh, being relocated to uh, do upsell cross sell. You know, this revenue <laughs> revenue increase does not include that. So there's a lot of upsell uh, cross sell happening with the freed up time from the uh, call center staff, and we're also able to improve member engagement by 35 percent, um, and uh, we're practically brought down the call wait time and abandonment rate to zero for every customer of uh, all of uh, financial institutions uh, we serve today. And, uh, you know, we enable the uh, customer staff to be able to get, uh, provide better support, right? So there's a lot of uh, momentum out, uh, momentum we've created, uh, the thousands of financial institutions uh, in, in, uh, in, in conversations, and also created a lot of uh, value for our existing customers. And we continue to work hard to improve that every single day. Sure. Well, I mean, there's a lot of really impressive metrics to take out of there, but I think we all know, you know, with the number of tools and everything that's been that are out there right now, and virtual assistants are still fairly new to financial institutions. Th this idea of education is really important, and helping people to understand what capabilities you have and how they can use them, I would imagine, is a pretty significant challenge for you. What are yes. you seeing as some of the common objections and, and misconceptions that um, financial institutions have when they're when they're looking at you? Yeah, I mean, uh, our customers range from $100 million assets to all, all the way to half a trillion dollars in assets across eight countries, right? So, uh, I mean, uh, when, you, when you look at the challenges and, and, and the, the uh, common objections that you uh, listen, the, the changes across the customer segment, but when you talk about the smaller financial institution below a billion dollar, typically they're like, hey, uh, you know, it's the credit union's uh, core 
philosophy is people helping people. Uh, they're like, where is the room for AI? <laughs> right. right. So, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, actually, uh, the way we look at it is, um, you know, we are able to actually help them live up to that motto even better because we're able to free up their staff time uh, so that they can actually spend more time with the members and customers who actually need them rather than responding to a uh, generic questions like checking balance and all simple questions, right? So, uh, you know, with hundreds of millions of uh, people in financial stress and, uh, you know, they, they need more support. So freeing up them for basic questions gives them more time to actually live up the mode of people helping people. Another objection we usually hear is that they want to upgrade their call center before they start using uh, AI assistant. But actually, that's not a good idea because... Um, you know, uh, if you put AI, you're going to automate 60% of the calls and you won't need 60% of the seats you're going to buy in a multi-year contract, right? So if you if you, uh, if you you get a call center system upgraded, you, you buy a lot of seats that you may not ever use at all. So I think it's important to get the sequence right. You got to get the call center first and then uh, an AI call center first and then a call center system later, right? So that's another uh, bigger discussion we usually have in educating our customers. Um, and then uh, some uh, some feel um, it is, uh, um, you know, too expensive. Uh, so, but interfaces fundamentally change that, being able to off make this a solution for a financial institution, even $100 million assets and above, right? And uh, some also feel this may take forever to launch, but uh, we also <laughs> been able to uh, get our customers live in less than two weeks, correct? So those are some usual uh, misconceptions and objections we hear uh, as we talk to these hundreds of financial institutions. By the way, with all these hundreds of financial institutions, I personally, usually I'm on the call all the time. I listen to the CEOs and CEOs all the time. And this is kind of the first-hand experience uh, coming from uh, all those conversations. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot, I think, that a lot of benefit that comes from doing that and being on them um, yourself personally. It allows you to see what's going on and hear that feedback firsthand. I think, you know, the interesting piece here, looking at, you know, helping banks to help their customers more effectively, I think is, is really something of a North Star in fintech, right? And if you keep those end users in, in your um, in your sites, it becomes a lot easier to build technology in a way that's really going to be useful. Now, obviously, you're in a situation where you kind of have to take a step back because your customers are banks and um, you have to have their best interests in mind as well. Um, but looking at how crowded the marketplace is, you know, I think this question for from a financial institution standpoint, how do I pick the right partner for me to deal with? How, what, what types of features should I be looking at there? What advice do you have there? You know, how does an FI go about finding its ideal partner? Yeah, I mean, uh, typically uh, every partner or a vendor in this space that reaches out to you kind of falls into three buckets, right? Um, the first bucket being like um, industry incumbents or kind of a me too vendors, what we call them uh, internally here. So, uh, you know, these are vendors who are uh, already established in providing different uh, technology to uh, credit unions and government banks. Uh, and because, uh, you know, intelligent virtual assistants being hot, they've uh, kind of uh, tick, but uh, um, uh, kind of tick that checkbox that they also have it, uh, right? So, but uh, for them to truly make this a better service, they fundamentally fundamentally have to reinvent every function 
within the organization, right? So uh, the talent and the entire delivery model and there's a lot of things has to be reinvented. We, we've written a blog about it in much in detail. But the second uh, bucket of uh, vendors would be generic vendors who actually bring this uh, natural language understanding technology, but they power multiple industries, right? So uh, the problem with uh, someone like that is typically um, they're not, uh, you know, their roadmap doesn't align with yours, right? So they're not constantly thinking about how to apply this technology to your industry, right? So, and it also typically takes a lot of upfront investment from a financial institution to, uh, you know, build a specific use case. They may be of interest, right? So it's not out of the box and a lot of upfront investment is required. Uh, you know, that's that's the second bucket of vendors usually. The third bucket is the most exciting one, which is where interface falls in. This is a financial uh, industry specific vendors now these are the vendors who only focus on financial industry and offering this to banks and credit unions it's really important uh, you know you pick any vendor in this category to begin with that should be your you know first filter right but once you do that um, you know there are other things you should look into right so for example uh, you should definitely look uh, more carefully about the roadmap Right. So a lot of them have, uh, you know, uh, they've started in financial services space, but they have very quick plans to move out of it. So the roadmap is really limited. They're not thinking too big and what all this possibility and the width of offering. So uh, if you look at an example of interface, we have over 60 different solutions out of the box, uh, helping customers all the way from, uh, you know, finding products and services to achieving financial wellness and debt collection. Right. So it's important to look at those offerings and partner with someone who's already thought about uh, how what are the uh, challenges such a technology could face for now in the industry and in the future. And the uh, other things are like channels, like some of our, the vendors in this category does not even support um, AI assistant on the call center. So that's a surprise to me because that is where the huge value is, right? So, and then you also have to look at some integrations and uh, whatnot. One last point I want to make uh, here is, which is really important, you also have to be careful. Uh, if you're picking this industry-specific vendors, they also tend to sell you, uh, sell these products through different channel partners, like online banking or call center. You have to be re- a little careful about it because there is a, the direction this technology is heading could be easily a conflict of interest to an online banking vendor or a call center uh, provider to continue to offer you the best in the industry available there, right? So uh, those are some of the things to keep in mind, Greg. That's that's terrific. Somebody should really record that. And oh wait, we did. No, that's really good. I think <laughs> a lot of people are probably going to go back and and listen to that again. There's a lot of really interesting pieces. There's some really strong advice. Um, and, and you know, I think one of the things that I would just say from my own standpoint, I've enjoyed really getting to know you over the course of the the Finnovate West coaching process and learning about what Interface does. And um, you know, it's really great to see you being able to offer this kind of advice to people in the space because I think it is a challenge. You can sympathize with the banks and bankers who are trying to make these decisions. There's so much for them to try and take in and so much of it is new and outside of what they're used to that um, you know, th- this type of feedback is really helpful. So, um, well, that, that is our time for today. Again, check out the Interface video on Finnovate.com. You can find them along with all of the other companies who demoed at Finnovate West, a great series of demos there. Um, we will, of course, be kicking things off in 2021 with a whole nother year of demos coming your way. Check them out. Srinivas, thanks again for taking the time to chat with me. It's been a real pleasure. My pleasure too, Greg. Thank you. 
The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at Finnovate.com for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.